What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Living Yellow Podcast, where you can expect to hear a little about life, some laughter, and a whole lot about Jesus. I hope you have a notebook, pen, and maybe even a coffee. I'm your host, Ashley Lemos. Let's dive in and see what the Lord is going to bring. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Living Yellow Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Lemos, and I am just so excited to be back. Y'all, it has been like a month, I'm pretty sure. Um, If y'all live in Texas, y'all know we had the freeze and then we were getting back from the freeze and it was just like Wi-Fi was everywhere. I could barely get my schoolwork done. It was just like super crazy insane, but I am back and I'm just so ready to speak to y'all and I'm so ready just to allow the Lord to kind of unveil everything that he's been speaking to me because oh my goodness like he has been working and I'm just praying for y'all I'm really hoping that y'all are getting back on to y'all's feet after this freeze I know um a lot of people where I'm from Houston um got affected really really bad (laughs) and um I'm just praying for y'all my hearts are coming out to y'all um and I just want y'all to know that the Lord is seeing y'all during this time Um, today I am just going to talk about, um, Psalm 23. I have had this on my heart. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I have just had this on my heart for the past few days. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I posted, um, Psalm 23 graphic and kind of had this long list of kind of thoughts that I battle with, um, And it, I was literally laying in bed one night and this just came to me and I got up, got my Bible and I just looked at all the context between Psalms 23. And as I was like searching through it and I was looking at root words and I was just really seeing the scriptural context behind everything, I was like, oh my goodness, this is so applicable to my life right now and I bet your life right now honestly this can be used in any season because it talks about like the hills and valleys like if y'all know Torn Wells like his song like hills and valleys I've walked among the shadows you wipe my tears away I felt the pain of heartbreak and I've seen brighter days I've prayed prayers to heaven from my lowest and I've held the blessings God, you give and take away. No matter what I have, your grace is enough. No matter where I am, I am standing in your love. On the mountains, I will bow my life to the ones who sent me there. In the valleys, I will lift my eyes to the one who sees me there. When I'm standing on the mountain, didn't get there on my own. I'm walking through the valley and no, I am not alone. You're the God of the hills and valleys. And he's like, hills and valleys. Yeah, all that. So good. Such a good song. Never even realized that that's like relates to Psalm 23. I I just never knew. The only verse I knew really, because if you grow up in church, you kind of know like the Lord like will walk me by green pastures. Like the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters and he restores my soul. That is what I grew up knowing, but I knew no context. I knew nothing really about it. I just heard it and I was like, okay, cool. Like he gives rest to my soul. Like awesome. And 
one thing that I have really caught myself doing, like, within my Christian faith is I'm just so content of what I'm being fed, like, in church. Like, I'm just like, okay, I'll go to church on Sunday. Like, maybe he'll say a scripture and I won't know what some words mean or I won't know the um, context behind that verse. And I just, like, am okay with it. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, I'll just... I'll just accept the fact that I don't really understand whenever the Lord calls us to have like our quiet time and to have our alone moments with him where he's really able to pour into us and also where we're able to just understand his scripture better. Like we literally have so many resources for free to understand it better. And I've just had to learn to like, if there's anything that I don't understand, like getting in it myself. And so One source that I really, really love is Enduring Word Commentary. Literally, what I did to search up all of this was it's Psalm 23 Commentary, and then on Google, and then I would just click the Enduring Word one, and it gives, like, verse-by-verse scripture, like, context, Greek words, all this stuff. Like, literally, it's the best resource that I've found, and it's free it's free. Like as a college student, I want all the free stuff. So that's super good. But enough of me like rambling. Um, I'm just going to get into it and kind of share my heart with Psalm 23. This is going to just be kind of a different episode, but it's going to be a good one because it's what the Lord wants me to speak about. But Psalm 23 is the Lord is my shepherd. So if you have your Bible or like a notebook, I would just encourage like grabbing it, grabbing a highlighter, grabbing a pen, and kind of just writing the notes or going to um, the Enduring Word website after this and like taking notes from there because y'all, you don't want to miss this. You want this. Um, But verse one says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Okay, so my shepherd is kind of like a little bit of context behind that is God is a shepherd just as David was with sheep. So David is the one that like wrote Psalms, like it's all of his songs to God basically. And so David was a shepherd. And so God, he's like relating that to like God is his shepherd just as he is a shepherd to the sheep. And then it says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Whenever a shepherd was kind of, whenever a shepherd was taking care of, like, the sheep, like, green pastures were, like, the place that, like, the sheep wanted to be. Like, they were, like, green pastures are my safe place. Like, I can just chill. Like, I'm just sitting here knowing that, like, my shepherd's right there. He's going to protect me if anything comes out. But, like, that was pretty much their, their, like, safe place. Um... And something else about a shepherd was a shepherd was seen as a lowly, like, a really low-class job. Um, It was always given to the youngest son, kind of like the forgotten one. But our God is so loving that he takes that role. Like, just as Jesus, like, washed the feet of people, he came to be a servant, not to be served. That's literally what God does. Like, he takes the lowest position. He takes what we don't want to do. And he calls us to do that also, but he just, he wants to do it. Like what looks to us as like, oh my gosh, I would never want to be a shepherd. I'd be so bored. Like 
what they didn't have phones back then so what are they just doing like thinking and looking at animals like I would not want to do that but God's like no like I created seven billion children just so I could shepherd them and just so I could be their father so that is literally so cool I I love that and it just like that's two verses and that just like changed the game already. Like that changed the game for my faith. That changed the game for my understanding of the word. I was just like, whoa, like he, God is our shepherd and he makes me lie down in green pastures. He allows me to rest knowing that if anything were to happen, that he would be my protection. He lies me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So for his namesake is like for his glory. And one thing about like restore, like the word restore, one thing I got from the commentary was restore means like if I stray, he will bring me back. So it's like he leads me besides still waters. But if I'm that one sheep that kind of goes off, you know, like the phrase like he left the 99 for me. Like, he restores my soul. If I stray, he will bring me back. He will restore me and he will love me. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his glory, for his name's sake. Leads me is like, the sheep don't know where to go. Like, literally, whenever there's a shepherd, the sheep are like clueless without their shepherd. That's why they need it. Like, they don't have like a set plan for the day, their to-do list, like going no like the whole map like they ain't got a gps like they have their shepherd and that's who they rely on for everything they don't know where to go without him so that should be the same with us like honestly i don't know where to go i don't know what to do if it wasn't for the lord's guidance like there is so many things that i have had to be guided on that i am being guided on right now and that i will have to be guided on and none of it i'm not gonna go the I'm not going to go the right way on my own. Like, if it was up to me, I would not even be where I am right now because I don't know what's best for me. I would have just chosen the worldly route again and again and again. And so the same way the sheep don't know where to go, it goes for us too. But the Lord guides us. He guides every single one of us if we allow him to. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So I kind of want to highlight like the word valley. So we just talked about green pastures. We talked about like finding rest in the Lord, him leading us. But then it goes like, even though I walk through the valley. It's like, what? Like the Lord is allowing us guiding us through the valley like you're telling me that the lord is also in the valley like i thought the lord wasn't in the valley like if you think about it whenever we're going through the worst times of our life like whenever i'm going through the hardest situation i'm like lord where are you like why are you here why did you leave me why did you forsake me like i'm just over here just like whining like, God, where are you? And it's kind of like those kids, like, you know, whenever we were children and we were like, we would play hide and seek and we thought that if we close our eyes, like no one could see us. So we like go stand behind the curtain and our little toes would be hanging out 
and obviously we could be seen like very visibly but our eyes were closed so we were like oh they'll never find me it's like we're walking around the valley like lord where are you with our eyes closed but he's literally standing there like open your eyes like I'm here I can guide you but you just decided to close your eyes and act like I'm not here whenever I have been the whole time Ooh, that's a word that I need to write that down because <laughs> I need that but even though I walked through the valley of the shadow of death basically we aren't promised sunshine 24 7 like one question that I just hear a lot is like I accepted God, like, why, why is bad stuff happening to me still? It's a false thing that we learn from people that once we accept Christ, that our life will be sunshine and rainbows. And it's like, it literally says in Psalm 23, even though I walk through the valley shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Meaning, I will go, like, literally Jesus says, you will have tribulation. Like, people will hate you because you love me. Like, we were never promised that life would get better. But what we were promised was a shepherd. And a shepherd through everything. In a valley, you are hedged in. You are surrounded with a shadow of death. So we may walk through the valley. We we are literally (laughs) promised. Like, it is written in the Bible that we will walk through tribulation. We will walk through the valley, but it is not our destination or dwelling place. We are not going to stay there. So even though we walk through it, it doesn't say, even though I will end up in the valley of the shadow of death. It says, even though I walk through, like I will walk through it and I have the guidance of the Lord, but there is going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. There is a light on the other side. It is not my destination because our destination is heaven. So even though we're walking through stuff here, we literally have a clear present light at the end of the tunnel, which is heaven. And even in our life, we have seasons that we go through tribulation. We have seasons that we are just on a spiritual high. Like there is always a light. You just have to allow the shepherd to guide you to it your rod and your staff. So whenever a shepherd has a rod, that's kind of seen as protection. Like if they need to fight like any kind of animal, they got that rod and they're just like, hi-ya, you know? So (laughs) they, like that is, that is a protection. And that's kind of the protection that the Lord has for us. Like we know that he has his rod, he has his staff, he's standing there. Like he doesn't even need that stuff, TBH, like he's God. But like, He is our comfort. He is our protection. And I will fear no evil. So the presence of a shepherd, it banishes fear. Like, it's not the absence of things happening. Like, I, it's so easy for me not to be fearful whenever my life is going super good. But what happens whenever I'm in a really bad financial situation or I get a bad diagnosis? Like, I'm walking through the valley but the shepherd banishes the presence of fear. His light banishes all the darkness. Then in verse 5, it says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So this may, this seemed a little bit confusing to me whenever I was thinking about it. I was like, you prepare a table before me. Cool. Like, I got a table. I got some good food. I have some gluten-free. No, I don't even have to have gluten-free spaghetti because you know what? In heaven, I ain't going to have no sickness. So you know what? I get real pasta. I get that good food. I get fried chicken. It's going to be really nice. So you prepare a table before me. Cool. Like, here on earth, you got a table prepared for me. That's perfect. In the presence of my enemies. Like, I don't know about you, but I, the presence of my enemies at a table that the Lord has given me, like, that's going to be such a beautiful table full of, like, good food. Like, I would want my best friends there. I would want my family there. I would want, like, I'd be like, hey, uh, God, can you call up Jesus and Paul and Peter and all these people? Like, I just want to meet them, have them at the table, like, have a good time. But it says, in the presence of my enemies. And this kind of shows God's care and concern doesn't eliminate the presence of our enemies, but allows us to experience his goodness and bounty in their midst. So he's like, hey, the enemy, when you're on earth, like the enemy is never going to like be gone. Like he's never going to like just take his presence off the earth and be like, you know what, God, I'm just going to hand it back over to you. Like I couldn't get that many people anyways. Like, here you go. Like Satan is really trying his darnest to get the most people that he can. So God knows he's like, I'll prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies, but don't even worry about them. Honestly, because in my presence, there's no fear. First of all, and you can experience my goodness and bounty in their midst. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what no matter what thoughts are filling your mind, no matter what your circumstances look like, no matter the amount of money in your bank account, no matter if you can go back to school this year or not, no matter if you just lost your job or you just got promoted, like you can experience the Lord's goodness despite anything that's surrounding you because whenever we're surrounded whenever we feel like we're surrounded by the enemy we're surrounded by Jesus Christ and his presence around us because we have the Holy Spirit within us then it verse 6 surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and forever means on earth and in heaven. We, whenever we accept Jesus into our hearts, we accept his spirit. We literally get his presence forever. Like I can't wrap my mind around the fact that like, I'm going to have the Lord's presence here on earth. Like, yeah, that's super cool. Like I have the Holy spirit within me. I'm able to grow. Like that's already mind baffling, but you mean once like my flesh like dies, and my soul like goes up to heaven, my spirit goes up to heaven, that I'm still going to have the Lord's presence. And not only am I going to have it, but I'm going to be in heaven with all the other believers. 
in the presence, like in the straight up presence of God, it's going to be even more perfect than it was down here. Down here, there's a lot of trials, but up there, y'all, we're going to be so happy and just having like dance parties and worshiping all the time, like dancing for the Lord, everything. Like we, we are going to be in the Lord's presence forever and ever and ever, like literally eternity, which is something that I just, I can't even fathom. So that's the end of Psalm 23. And I just wanted to break down this scripture. Like one thing that I really love about my church and my pastors is they make it a priority to like break down scripture, to have you understand it. And he, my pastor, Pastor Zane, he did a sermon over Psalm 23 a few weeks ago. And ever since then, I have just been like, so in awe of this passage and so like confused as to why I never researched it for myself. Like y'all, this is so good. And I really hope that the Lord spoke to you in some way because I've been posting, I've been posting it everywhere because I just get so excited and I want y'all to know like what the Lord is speaking to me so that he could speak to you through it. And I just, I love this. And with the time that we're going through right now with the freeze that we just had and with school piling up and we're all getting like in summer mindset and we just want school to be over and whatever stage of life you're in, like this can be applied. And just know that the Lord is your shepherd. He will lead you in green pastures. He will allow you to rest. He will lead you through the valley. He will guide you through it. It's not your destination place. Whatever struggle you're going through, it's not the end point. I've already read the end of the story. Jesus wins. Like the Bible literally says, Jesus wins. The victory is already won. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, which means whatever situation you're in, it's not your destination. It's not where God's taking you. It's not where he has for you to dwell in forever because we are promised his presence forever. We are promised to dwell in his house. So I am just praying for y'all. I am praying that this spoke to you. I'm just praying that you are able to just have a better understanding of Psalm 23. um, That this encourages you to dive in deeper into your word more. And anything that kind of intrigues you on a Sunday service that you go and research like this. Remember, enduring word commentary, so good. Um, but any other commentary I bet is super good. That's just the one that I use because I saw it on TikTok. But yeah, I I haven't done like a weekly wrap or anything in so long. But I feel like I just want to share like Jesus. Like I would talk like 30 minutes about me and I'm just not feeling that anymore. So, if y'all want, like, me to say, like, anything about, like, my week or what the Lord's doing, maybe, then let me know. DM me at Living Yellow Podcast. Also, my personal Instagram is Ashlyn Lemos, and so is my TikTok. So, anywhere that you follow me, you can message me, or I think on TikTok, you have to, like, comment or something. I still don't know how messaging works on there. But I just want you to know that if you haven't heard it today, you are seen, loved, known, and heard by the Father, divinely guided, and loved. 
Heavenly Father, I just thank you for what you're doing in the lives of every single person under the sound of my voice. I just thank you for your your divine power and your love that you have for us. I thank you for being a shepherd, Lord. I just thank you for guiding us and just letting us know that wherever we are, like your presence is guiding us in anything that we're going through that is bad or in a valley, Lord, that you, that is not our dwelling place, that that is not where we're going to stay because you have promised us the promise of heaven, Jesus. And I just thank you for the sacrifice that you made. I thank you for loving us just so deeply. I thank you for creating every single one of us. And as 2 Corinthians 6.18 says that you are a father to us and that we are your sons and daughters. Like we're not only like your creations, but you called us to be your sons and daughters, Jesus. And I just pray that we're able to live out of the overflow of you this week. I pray that we're able to just carve out time to spend time with you. Um, get to know your spirit better. Get to know who you are better. Seek out new ways to know you. Um, that we're able to thank you for every single thing that you've given us so that we're just praising your name and really just giving you the glory that you deserve. I thank you and we praise your holy name. Amen. Y'all, I love y'all so, so, so much. And it's starting to get real hot. Or, it's starting to get hotter. So then, summer's coming. It's about to be a good time. I live by the beach. I'm about to go to the beach and be surfing all the time, and I know that y'all live by, like, lakes and have pools, and it's just gonna be so fun. Like, I just want to just have joy in the times ahead, and the joy right now of not sweating our butts off as we're just <laughs> walking down the street, walking to our cars, but... I'm just praying for y'all, and I love y'all, and I hope y'all have the best couple weeks. Bye!